Oh, 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 Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Room 303. I'm your host, Jermaine Cologne Mendez. This is episode 90. That's right, the big nine zero. Finally, we have our co-host back, old turd nugget himself, Nicholas Chachahan. And as always, we have intern Nick. All right, how are you doing this evening, Nick? I'm doing really well. You know, I, I listening to you guys do the podcast, I got some smiles. I got some laughs. It was good. It, it was good to be on the uh, uh, on the other side of being buried. I can take a joke, unlike E. Uh, I was going to come on actually the podcast and say and compliment E for doing such a great job, but then he's rushed us through this episode because he has to go paint and sip. So you know what, E? No, no, no compliment you said it, for you. You said it wrong. Paint and simp. Oh, paint simp. and simp. That's right. Simp. Oh, okay. Simp. There's okay. an M in there. <laughs> All right. Simp. So he played Mr. Studio Girl. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's never gonna let her go again. When's the wedding? He, hey, she, hey, let's just say she owns her own house. She's thirty-two, no kids. Uh, When's the ne- wedding? He next week, hopefully. Yeah, honestly, at this point in our lives, those are the bars. And Eric said that, and I was just like, bro, don't let her go, bro. I have, I have. <laughs> she obviously has good credit because she just bought a house. She hasn't given birth, <laughs> and I know she's employed because I work with her. That meets all the qualifications. Yeah, that's the minimum criteria necessary. So, yeah, but if she's, um, in, if she's inviting you to these events, are she? Does she think you're straight? Uh, I mean, I may have misled her, but she'll figure a, it out. There was a. Uh... Yeah, dude, that hezzy actually makes. Yeah. I'm like, yo, all right. What did you guys call it the other day? Honeypotting, or you said yeah. something crazy? Yeah, honeypotting. That's we called it the Eric pot, actually. Yeah, it's yeah, Eric potting. Uh, yeah, so uh, for those of you who didn't listen last week, shame on you. Stop this episode right now at the 217 mark and go listen to that. We did an episode without Nick, so we didn't have dead weight. It was fresh. It was fast. It was vibing. An actual intellectual conversation was occurring. Um, And you know what? It's given me an idea. I won't tell you what that idea is. <laughs> All right, so we got a good episode for you guys today. As always, we'll cover week 15 and the, good Lord, the chaos, the sham, the disappointment, the tears that was week 15. We'll get into week 16. We'll discuss how 27 teams are still in the playoff hunt uh, on some ungodly bullshit. And then, uh, but we'll lead the episode off with today's topic. It's... Top Christmas movies ever. I guess the ever was ancillary, but I I stuck it in there like a Spielberg movie. You know what I mean? You don't need it, but you got it. So we're going to switch it up on our pop culture topic. Usually we just let each other read off our lists. No, now we're going to institute a draft in case you haven't seen or heard this podcast before. I believe it's called All Fantasy Everything. I may be talking out of my ass because I haven't heard this podcast before myself, but they do drafts of random topics, and my boys seem to love it. So we're instituting that kind of format. So shout out those guys. And uh, with that being said, the order for today's draft will be Nick, Eric, me. And without further ado, we'll go ahead and get into Nick's first choice. 
For me, it's a Christmas story, number one. Damn, I didn't actually think that would make these lists. I So, confession, I don't think I've seen the entirety of A Christmas Story. Yeah, I mean, it, it it's a family tradition to watch it every year. So. Yeah, I mean, it's on for 24 hours. Right, on TBS. I, I always seem to, like, put it on, fall asleep, wake up, see the same part. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> yes. it's, yeah. Well, so my thing with that movie is I always watch it around Thanksgiving. Like, it's always on for Thanksgiving. So that's when I watch it. So I don't consider that a Christmas movie. I know, even though I know it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's in the title. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I get that you're watching it on Thanksgiving, E, which is good, but it's it's literally a Christmas story. Yeah, uh, Four Christmases is a Valentine movie for me, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Four Brothers uh, is a feel-good family story. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, so we started off heavy, a heavy circulated movie. I mean, a, a 24-hour marathon on Christmas Eve for this movie is – it's Christmas Eve, right? That they yes. do the marathon? Yeah, on TBS. That's, that's wild to me. That's a long fucking time to watch anything. But <laughs> for some reason, I still haven't seen the movie. So Nick has got – stalwart classic a christmas story what do you have eric uh just because this was like that one of the funniest movies i've ever seen i'm gonna have to put bad santa damn i didn't think that would go so early i love that movie billy bob thornton in that movie is just it's an excellent movie i'm also a grinch (laughs) you know what i mean so like well yeah of course i want the dude who's cursing people out um all right, so Bad Santa. I'm going to go ahead and go with Die Hard Damn. to, to lead Damn, off number one. Damn, I debated going Die Hard because I, I thought they would be gone in the first round. I, dude, the fact that Die Hard got to me at three, I was just like, what communist bastards I work with. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, the, it, it's the biggest debate. Is it a Christmas movie or not? Yes. It's absolutely a Christmas, it's a Christmas movie. movie. <laughs> Eric, there get are, off. There go are, paint. <laughs> There are presents given in the movie at the at the Christmas party where the whole scenario goes down. It's around Christmas time. Like, the fuck? I'm just saying it's a debate. I think it's a Christmas movie, but you know, people argue it. You, you know what people you know what people also debate? Was the Civil War about race was about slavery and racism. <laughs> you know, they also debate that, but that's because of fucking new new age construction or whatever they fucking call that fucking shit in the nineteen 19- hundreds reconstruction reconstruction thank you Doug. my I, my brain is so frazzled by someone <laughs> telling me die hard like a christmas movie yeah well that was your co-host last week you sure you want to kick me all the way off this podcast no it's about to be a solo solo <laughs> shindig bro. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> all right so round one sum up christmas story nick we have uh who cares what eric chose and me at Die Hard. Just kidding. Eric had Bad, bad Santa and then me at Die Hard. All right. Well, so are we, I didn't think this through. So are we going snake draft? We are, right? Yeah. I, I thought we were. That was, that was okay. an impression I was on. All right. All right. I didn't think that through until right now. But, yeah, we'll go ahead and go snake draft, and I'm going to hit my next lick. And I'm going to go with new cult classic best Christmas movie ever, Elf. That's good. It's a good pick. Terrible movie. It's good. 
I also hate Will Ferrell. He's just what? Because it's not on his list. No, he doesn't. I hate Will Ferrell, man. No, you don't. Who You're does that? Like, bitch. Yeah. He's such a lot. He's saying it with like, look at his face. His eyebrows are going yeah. up and down. <laughs> man, man, one podcast. You really got your big boy trousers on. You come to play. All right. Okay, make your pick then. If, if you're feeling froggy, then jump, Eric. Let's go. Hey, hey, fuck all right, that right. guy, bro. So with my second pick, uh, I'm going to have to go with Home Alone. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. I, dude, you know what? I'm Don't not hate. sure I think that's that great a pick. Top five movies that of the movies we just named, Home Alone's the worst of the five. We talk about Elf. Clearly the worst movie mentioned. Dude, Elf is the Elf best is Christmas inst- movie Elf? ever made. Elf came out, and the next day was the instant holiday classic. It's a <laughs> yeah, grown dude. man in tights acting like a child. It's terrible. Oh, okay. So you Spider-Man? Do you not you like, like Spider-Man? Yeah. <laughs> or, rest- or, or WWE wrestling? <laughs> He's like, oh, damn, yeah, you got me. All right, so now that we've got uh, Home Alone off the board, real <laughs> real reach there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I know. Darn, I'm so upset to be picking at six. <laughs> now that Home Alone isn't there. Yeah, the easiest, the e- like, who's the real villain of Home Alone? <laughs> it's Apparently. fucking... It's, it's Macaulay no, Culkin. It's Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin is the villain. How, bro? He, he never once calls the police and say, hey, my parents left Hug me. Life, Can y'all help me he out? murders these people. They should it's, be dead. Instead, he just treats people like fucking human experiments. He was the precursor to Saul. Yeah. That is a prequel to Saul. It's known fact. With, 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 with the sixth pick, I'm going to go with the Grinch who stole Christmas. Wait. Animated, original, Ana- or old animated one. Okay, all right. I like the Jim Carrey one, but the old animated one, where where they're singing the "You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch," that's just good. Yeah, I'll allow it. Uh, but you know, all right. Yeah, it's a great movie. I'm not gonna say it's, <laughs> it's just the Jim Carrey one's the way to go. Obviously, the Jim Carrey one's a good movie. Self-loathing? Dinner with myself? I can't cancel again. <laughs> Solve world hunger. Tell no one. <laughs> Dude, that movie's so good. That movie's so good, bro. Uh, all right. Is that so quotables? Since, so since I'm going back to back, speaking of quotable Christmas movies, Clark, Shitter's Fool. Fuck. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, man. That was my first... <laughs> Christmas movie. Yeah. Uh, so I'm actually searching Sling right now for an NBA game. And uh, The Grinch with Jim Carrey is one of the choices without yeah. typing anything in. So yep. so that Christmas movie, when he cuts the turkey, I damn near fell out of my chair. Yeah. <laughs> he cuts it's a great the- movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. What a choice. Good fucking choice, bro. All right. Mr. Washington, you're up. All right. I'm probably going to get a lot of slack for this. You're going to get slack for any of your choices. I'm just going to let you know. (laughs) Uh, You know what? No, I'm going to save this one for later. I'm just going to go with Four Christmases because Vince Vaughn is fucking amazing. Fuck you. I mentioned that earlier. I didn't think anyone was going to pick Four Christmases. You're a cunt, Eric. (laughs) God damn, dude. It's one of my favorite movies, bro. 
It's a good fucking movie. I feel like a, it doesn't get enough love. It, it's uh, the scene. It's the scene where he's like dressed up as Jesus, and he's like doing the clap and getting all riled up. Like that shit gets me every time. I love when they visit John Fabro. <laughs> yeah. When they and John Fabro's kids beating the shit out of him, dude. Yeah. I mean, and Reese Witherspoon. I don't like her in everything, but she is an underrated comedian. Like in mm. comedy movies, like she is a pretty funny comedic actress. What do you have she's against a, her, Eric? She's a pretty face who reads lines. Like, let's move on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what is your deal today? <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas, Eric. Oh, We're not gonna celebrate Why are you after everybody. Bro, we gotta stop putting these people on a pedestal. Men bro. in she tights, lines off a monitor, just a pretty girl, that and she's got a pretty lines. face. Come on, no talent. Whoa, wow. top roped Reese Witherspoon. I was not expecting that shit, bro. Oh my god. Oh, sorry, I'm a little. <laughs> Definitely caught off guard. Jesus Christ. What a fucking wild fucking sentence. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to bank on my sleeper pick, not having been seen, having been seen by you. So I know I can get it with the last pick in the draft. I'm going to go the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Yeah. It's a good pick. Oh man. I just thought of three more movies. And then <laughs> I think I'm going to leave my I'm going to leave the sleeper pick that I know you guys won't pick to my honorable mentions. Like that's how confident I am you won't pick it. My next movie is going to be Jingle All the Way with Arnold damn. Schwarzenegger. It's damn. Damn, that's good. It's a good pick. Back to back sourpuss faces from Eric and Nick, and I fucking love it. Give Put me that, that cookie down now. <laughs> Bro, let's just shout out Sinbad. <laughs> yeah. Straight right? up. Like no, Sin- he gets no love. Sinbad gets no love, but that man is comedy fucking gold, bro. Yeah. When he is ranting about Christmas ruining kids because all it makes them want is these toys that the working father has to go stand in the line to get. And then they're standing in line, they're fighting, and then they don't get the toy. And then they have to come home and tell the kid. And it's just like this big cycle. I'm like, it can't be more accurate today. Yeah. In the night, like, first of all, if you haven't seen this movie, go watch just the Sinbad rant. And then also I got to shout out my boy, Big Show. That's right. <laughs> my the boy Big the, Show. The fight at the North Pole, yeah. My boy Big Show is in the movie. You know, I shout out the homeboy. My Big, Big Show, the first wrestling actor like that, that was in a lot of movies. Because I think Andre the Giant was just in one. But Big Show was like, he was in like four or five movies, I believe. Uh, I think the person you're looking for is Hulk Hogan. Oh, maybe. Who's to say? <laughs> <laughs> you remember him in the Three Ninjas movie? I don't know. What? Did you yeah. guys watch the Three Ninja movies? No. I ninja guess with not. Chris Farley? No, like the Beverly Three Hills Ninjas. Ninja? With the nah, kids never that seen were it. ninjas, bro. Nah. No? No. Nah. Nope. Well, Is it a Christmas movie? <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. Three Ninjas. 
That's why it's not on the list. <laughs> I'd like to pick three ninjas, please. All right, so now that my list is dominating with Die Hard, Elf, Santa Claus, and Jingle all the way, you bums can go next. Uh, So, I don't know. I'm just going to say I'm just friends. I don't know if you guys have seen that movie with Ryan Reynolds. I fucking love that movie. Oh, is that really a Christmas movie? Yeah, bro. There's caroling in it and all the lights and all the bullshit. Oh, so you, for your so, movie. You, so you can determine a Christmas movie based wait, on the movie. Wait, but Ryan Reynolds is just a, pre- a pretty face that reads lines, though. And? That's what you said, though. You, yeah, you diminished Reese, Reese Witherspoon, but he's so funny. But I thought he was just a pretty face that reads Look, lines. We're not going to get oh, into so this so women just, aren't funny debate against, on this podcast. You're just against, you're just sexist against female actors. Well, I just don't think they're funny. Okay, so let me ask you this question. Is Jennifer Aniston funny? No. Nah, you he lied. You lied. I she's saw the I saw you go. She's not funny. She's no. extremely sexy, and she says funny shit that people tell her to say. <laughs> what the fuck Oh, my that God, mean? dude. I don't even understand anymore. All right, so for the record, ladies and gentlemen, he can watch Die Hard and see all the Christmas stuff and determine it's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> he can watch Just Friends and see all the Christmas stuff and determine it is a Christmas movie. He can see Reese Witherspoon say funny lines written for her, and he can see Ryan Reynolds say funny lines written for him, but only say one of the two are funny. And then to double down on that argument, Jennifer Aniston can only say lines that are funny that are written for her. I so, just don't get it right now. So, all right, tight, good time. With that being said, we'll go ahead and uh, move briskly past that awful Christmas pick to Nick's next one. Uh, it, it's got to be for me since I'm I'm going old because this is what my family just did. They just watched old timey Christmas movies. It's got to be It's a Wonderful Life. Oh wow, yeah, I guess that. I didn't even consider picking that movie, but <laughs> I mean, it's, it's an old it's... movie with Jimmy Stewart. Goes to kill himself. Yeah, no, no, Gets that's saved. uh Yeah. Yeah, no, that's uh <laughs> dude, it's it's a tough movie to watch, but yeah. Oh, you wonderful building alone. <laughs> All right, dude. Let's let's move past that. Great choice, but we'll move past that to your fifth and final pick. I just think Tom Hanks is the most. Oh, sorry, Tom Hanks is the best. is is the best at taking lines that other people wrote for him and saying it the way that somebody told him to say it. Does, <laughs> is that fair, Jermaine? I don't like Tom Hanks. So oh uh, well, then you're gonna hate. You're gonna hate my final pick in Polar Express. No, I hate that movie, dude. Okay, let me ask you, Nick. Those the art. They're dead in the eyes. There was no soul behind those eyes. Super creepy. It's the creepiest movie ever made. And that's like with Saw and Hostel and and Insidious and It Chapter 1 that just recently came out. Can I say why I love watching it? Okay, yes. Because when other people get really – like when a group of people – I'm in a room with people and everyone gets uncomfortable, I just think it's the most hilarious thing ever. So Polar Express is kind of like a heartwarming movie to me, and that's what Christmas is all about. Is okay. watching a room of people be like, oh. It's ooh. freaky. It's <laughs> it's, freaky. I understand. It's very, if I were to put on Polar Express right now in my house, I'd be like, oh, no, why am I watching this? <laughs> but to watch it like a group of like three or four people 
and they settle on Polar Express. It's happened more than once for me. That's and insane. People, yeah, White hilarious. people are crazy, dude. White, White people, people are crazy, crazy bro. <laughs> That's the soullessness in those eyes is scarier than watching news anchors. <laughs> it's comparable. Like the soullessness is comparable. Derek, please save us from these last two choices. Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm actually torn between my last one, uh, but I think I'm going to have to go with The Night Before. Ooh, I literally just looked at it's movie. It's a Halloween up. movie. I just looked. <laughs> I always see it on around Halloween, so it's a Halloween movie. <laughs> it's weird. I always watch it around St. Patty's Day. It's oh, that's weird. So it must, be, it must be an Irish movie. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, right? That's the one you're talking about? Yeah. Seth Rogen, all them. Yeah. That's a good movie where they take all the drugs. <laughs> Anthony Anthony Mackie's in that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, and then underrated babe in Hollywood. Lizzie Kaplan. Oh, of course. Lizzie Very Kaplan. talented. Very talented. <laughs> you you God, fucking dude. piece of shit, bro. <laughs> You're such a turd. Give him one. <laughs> give him one co-anchor. Give him the co-anchor chair for one podcast, and he just thinks he's got hard opinions. Uh, <laughs> Are you an elderly gay man? Do you like to feed birds? Because you got some pretty hard opinions on this podcast. Nobody can tell you otherwise, Eric. Oh man, that's funny as fuck. All right, so I'm gonna finish it off, and I'm gonna go not with the movie I said you wouldn't pick because I already knew you wouldn't, but Office Christmas Party. A great movie. I can't believe I forgot about it. Jason oh, Bateman. I even I watched mean, it last week because my oh, buddy man. hadn't seen it. Jason Bateman, Olivia Munn, and just one of the most wild stories you're ever going to watch oh, happen on. <laughs> what a fabulous movie. They're called um, bird condos, and I think the <laughs> birds prefer that too. <laughs> I Look, I'm going to double down on what Eric's been saying. I don't think she's funny. Kate McKinnon, I don't I think, think she's funny. hilarious. She was funny in that movie. I, there's a lot of other stuff. I just sit there stoically watching her try to make me laugh, and I'm like, damn, I want to laugh for you, homegirl, but you ain't got me. She made me laugh one time on SNL, and that was the episode where she had uh, uh, Ryan Gosling cracking up with the alien abduction. Yeah. That's the only time I ever fucking cracked up to her. With her, I never, coo- never, with her, with her coo- with her, coo- her prune yeah. shoot out. <laughs> I never had me seen on top that. of a long John Silver's without any pants. My pants landed in the tree twenty feet away. <laughs> you gotta watch it, dude. It's so uh, fun. It makes it even better because Ryan Ryan Gosling is like like he cannot talk the entire skit. His head is buried <laughs> in his hands. <laughs> That's good. So she's had there was a few movies I can't name them off the top of my head that she's made me laughing. Uh, Office Christmas Party, she could not miss. But no. I see her and I see her in other stuff, and I'm just like, God damn! Like I want you to be funny, but it's just not happening. She's no, she's no ta- Taylor Tomlinson. Her stand-up fucking gets me every time, dude. She's hysterical. Uh, and then so I'm gonna finish mine with my honorable mention. My honorable mention is Klaus. It's a Netflix animated film that was dropped maybe four years ago. It's good. Uh, about a postman who gets sent to a remote village. What do you and... got against animated movies now, Eric? No, I just never head. seen it. Oh, you've never, never seen it. Seen it. I, yeah, yeah. Seen it. I was like, Jesus Christ, man. 
no, no, there's no, there's no woman lead to, to make you laugh. So he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to watch this movie. But no, Klaus, if you haven't seen this, great fucking Christmas story. It's like a quintessential Christmas story. It's one of the best ones done in the last probably decade because I think good Elf animation was, too. Elf was done in uh, the 2010 before the 2010s. So I think 2000. Yeah. Not. Yeah, I don't remember when it was done. I didn't see it when it came out. I saw it later after everyone told me to watch it. But do you guys have any honorable mentions before we move on? No, I, I was going to mention uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, but I don't know if you guys have seen that. I have. Is that it was Steve really Carell, a right? Christmas movie? No, not Steve. He's trying Steve. to get home for Christmas. Steve Martin, isn't it? Steve Martin, yeah, sorry. I he's meant, trying I, to get home for Christmas. I thought Steve Martin and Steve Carell came out. That's my bust. I was like, I was like, shit, if it's Steve Carell, I don't know what movie you're talking about. <laughs> love Love Actually. Does Love Actually get added? That's the one with uh Hugh Grant, right? Not Hugh Grant. Yeah, Hugh Grant and a and a young uh Kira Knightley. Right. Yeah, I get that's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Yeah. Liam Neeson's in it, Emma Thompson, Colin Firth, Alan Rickman. Yeah, it's a it's a stacked British cast for sure. I remember yeah. that movie. That's a good movie. I don't know if it's top five or the it's definitely honorable mention worthy. It was on yeah, that's why it's it gets my honorable mention. Yep. Um all right, so ladies and gentlemen, that's the top five. Uh, as according to Room Three Hundred Three, so follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Room Three Zero Three. Let us know why I'm right and they're wrong. Eric, can you um, read the list before we move on? Read the list yeah. of movies. All right. So Nick had a Christmas Story, The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, It's a Wonderful Life, and Polar Express. Uh, Jermaine Shitlist is Die Hard, Elf. The Santa Claus, Jingle All the Way, and Office Christmas Party. That is a really good list, damn it. That's a great list, bro. I had Bad Santa, Home Alone, Four Christmases, Just Friends, and The Night Before. I picked the Denver Nuggets of lists. (laughs) Like, it'll it'll get you to maybe the conference finals, but you're not not even winning two games in the conference finals. Eric's got the COVID-19 Philadelphia 76ers of lists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even... (laughs) Sorry, Eric. Can you read your list again? I didn't even bother to listen. Uh, It's one through five are all classics. (laughs) In what what universe? two Two of them are barely Christmas movies. What do you mean? Name him again. He needs you to name the list. Say it already. What the fuck? Bad Santa, Home Alone, Four Christmases, Just Friends, and The Night Before. I'm not even sure some of those are actual movies. Are these Korean <laughs> films? <laughs> fuck off. Are these foreign language <laughs> films? Fuck off. I don't know why. Like, I take a week off, and now you think that I, I, I'm all of a sudden like bathed in the waters, and I'm clean and can mess with you again. Now, honest, honestly, I thought Nick's list was bad because he had the first pick. But Eric, you took I I shit on all of you guys. What are you talking about? Respectfully, of course. All right. So now that that part of the podcast is over, go ahead and let us know why I'm right as always. Because I don't miss. I'm like Steph Curry with the shot, boy. All right, let's move on. There's some football that happened this weekend. Did you guys happen to watch any of it? There's fo- football still going on. I thought COVID canceled it. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it, uh, it only canceled Tottenham. 
So. Oh, right. Oh, so sorry for those listeners who are uncultured. We're talking about uh, European football. football. Uh, Tottenham was forced to forfeit their Euro- Europa League match because of COVID and are eliminated. <laughs> like there's not even been in Europa, so good. <laughs> Eliminate them anyway. I just wanted to hear your guys' take on, or like your stance or what you think about Tottenham getting eliminated because of COVID. Would you like to hear my take? That's literally what I just fucking asked. Next. Wow. Who cares about Tottenham? Thank God Eric's here. He's going to give us an actual sentence. No, I yeah. mean, it's unfortunate that they got, you know, the game got canceled or whatever, but don't go out. You know what I mean? Other teams are staying in, staying safe. Didn't uh, what's his face? Uh, Joe Burrow just diss the city of Cincinnati. He's like, nobody in our team has COVID because we can't go out. There's nothing. Yeah, to do he, in Cincinnati. he shit on Cincinnati for nothing to be done. Yeah. Well, that's what goats do. They raise the people around them to be better. He's just trying shut to raise Cincinnati to be better. Fuck up! You shut the fuck up. He said goat. Ain't nobody calling that He's man a Hall goat. of Famer. You stop it with He's that. He's a future Hall of Famer. That's trash. What what guy said this? I need that dude's name. I don't I don't I'm remember some gonna, some some CBS CBS sports guy. I'm gonna forever guy. diss on his fucking. Is it Jason Lock and Forna? <laughs> Probably. It was actually. If I just if I just tell you yes because you have a rivalry with this guy. Oh my god, that dude's so stupid. <laughs> Does he watch sports? I swear to fucking god, if I saw him right now, I'd roll my shoulders at him and say, "Let's fucking go." Uh. Yeah, so it was him. He named Joe Burrow a future Hall of Famer. Fucking asshat. Four games into a season. Jesus fucking Christ. I fucking hate people. (laughs) Now we've been thoroughly sidetracked. Well, nobody wants to give any actual opinion on Tottenham. You're just like, fuck like, them. I mean, because well, it's what, Tottenham. Because that's the only reason exactly. you guys are saying fuck them. If it was any other team, y'all would be like, damn, I don't know about this. Eric made wild. a good opinion. Eric made a good opinion. Don't go out. That's the I mean, they don't. They just don't care about the Europa. They don't care. That's why they're going out and they're getting and they're getting COVID. You know, there's some people who might have not gone out and just got COVID because that's how that fucking works. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, no, I understand. I'm just um, saying also Tottenham doesn't really care about Europa, which is the reason they're in Europa in the first place. Oh, that's why I can't watch this game. It's the Clippers. God bless block it. blackouts. Oh, boy. Well, all right. So that was an exciting fucking topic, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry to waste the last five fucking minutes of your life. We're going to move on. You're, so, being, real fucking, you're being real fucking sassy this podcast. Yeah, because you guys are dumb. Right. <laughs> uh, all right. So did you see the hit that Chris Godwin tore his ACL on? Yes. There was a real delay, yes. I don't know what anyone's doing, but there was like at least a five second pause. The problem and the best part is is we're well, all because looking- I because I mean if I if I don't give you a paragraph long explanation, I'm gonna get hemmed up for it, apparently. Yeah, nobody's paying for contrite answers for our podcast. So, yeah, forgive me if I give you a topic. I expect a little so talk, elaboration. So talk, talk, about, talk about the Chris Godwin hit. 
All right, so Chris Godwin catches a drag route, what, five, six yards up the field, and turns to run, takes multiple steps, and gets lit up by P.J. Williams. About below the waist, but way above the knees. His foot stays trapped in the ground, and his leg bends terribly. He flips over, lands on his head, leaves the game. Turns out he tore his ACL. Initial reports were just an MCL spray, and they they think they're going to have him back for the postseason. That was the day after they said that. And then four hours later, they're like, oh, sorry, our bad. He tore his ACL. (laughs) Oops, sorry. Then Captain gets away with everything. Uh, Tom Brady goes on a podcast. I don't remember what it's called. It's like Let's Go Talk, something like that. Let's Go Tom, I think. Yeah, it's some. Uh, I think it's called Tampa Tam reports. Top Tampa Tam, yeah. Knew that was coming. Monday and morning with Tampa Tam. Knew that was coming. And he's just like, I don't understand. We need to get rid of that hit in football. Blah blah blah. And all right, so my my question is, do you think we need to get rid of that hit? If so, where do you see the league going? If not, explain why. So pretty much, do you agree or disagree with Tom, and explain why? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't agree with him, right? It's, it's, but it's, it's. So no, I don't agree with him. It was, it was a good hit by PJ Williams. It's just, it, it's like one of those things when a wide receiver is trying to turn up field and it gets awkward, and all that. It didn't look like there was any malice in the hit. It was a perfectly clean football hit from all intents and purposes. But. What I will say is that we say, you know, we say, hey, it's a good football hit. But it's going to get if, – if Tom Brady, if the golden boy of the NFL is saying, you know, with the, with the line straight to Roger Goodell's office, if he's saying it's a wrong hit, then the NFL is going to take a look at it and, and probably change it. Which is, which is just – which is in I, – I don't know. I don't know how we don't just have robots, robot cameras on the field now because there's no way that a human can discern in a blink of an eye what a football play is and what what a, what a legal and an illegal hit basically is. Yeah. Uh, I always laugh about robots like they're not programmed by humans. Right. <laughs> so. I, and I, I think I think kind of like kind of side topic, side road off this topic. When is the NFL going to fix offensive players lowering their heads into hits? No, because Tom Brady hasn't talked about it. it. Like, but that's that's so crazy to me that like, how many times a game do we see an offensive player purposely lower his head because one, he either knows that the defender's not going to go for him and it's going to give him a better chance to break the tackle, or the defender does go for him and the defender gets flagged for the hit. Yeah, no, I'm with you. It's unbelievable. Look at every Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry run. Right. Like when they are down the field 15, 20 yards, and it's them versus a safety, and you're taught to get low for center of gravity purposes, they get low and they're met in response to them getting low, taught the appropriate way to tackle based on NFL's rules and Tom Brady's rules so nobody's legs get taken out. Right. They meet them helmet to helmet, but then you can't. Yeah, but like you said, but then you can't go low and you can't take out the knees. So what? What like? What are we supposed to do? 
All right, add so all right. I'll answer that question after. Eric, what are your thoughts? I I I disagree with it completely. I mean, at this point, let's just play two and fucking touch out there. Yeah. So, like you said, let's add an F to NFL and make flag it the football. National Flag Football League. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, so here's what blows my mind about this. Um, even if they make it a penalty, these hits are still going to happen. It's just going to be more flags, right? You know what's a penalty? A horse collar. When the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, when Jameis, when Jameis Winston was running on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, their star linebacker, Devin White, grabs his nameplate and rips his jersey back which is a known flag in the NFL, which was flagged. And Jameis Winston still tore his ACL. That was my rebuttal for anybody who had anything to say about Tom Brady being right on Chris Godwin. I mean, like, it, 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 it sucks. It, it, it sucks just the same as, like, guys in training camp who have non-contact ACL tears. Like, a guy's turning up field. We don't, we don't know, and, and this is the thing that a lot of people like to like to look at, and and a lot of and kind of an insight into a into medical science here. When somebody tears their ACL, they've actually torn their. A lot of times, it's like seventy six percent or something. They've torn their PCL first, which the PCL there's four ligaments in the leg. The PCL is the main ligament that holds the the kneecap in place, right? So we don't know how many hits. Chris Godwin has taken that he has micro tears in that muscle. And then that one kind of final needle on the haystack of PJ Williams hitting him tears his ACL. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good point. LCL, PCL, MCL, ACL, all super important. (laughs) All always being hit. Like they could, you can tear it, not doing anything. Right, yeah. You, you're like not. You could. My buddy turned his back in Hawaii, <laughs> was walking away from the beach, and gets smacked by a wave from behind. Oh, no, nah, that was a Ray Lewis wave right there. <laughs> yeah. So Terry Terry Date, Hawaiian wave linebacker. He said, "Bitch, don't turn your back on me." Torres ACL, bro. My buddy's dad had the same thing happen to him. But it was really my fault this last week. Because I was like, hey, Greg, you need another beer? And he turns around and goes, yeah, I'll take. And as he's saying it, the wave just takes him out of the knees. Tore his ACL? No, no, he didn't tear his ACL, no. Bro, you can't say the same thing happened and then he didn't tear his ACL. Maybe he did. I mean, he's always old, tough as a beast. So maybe he did. He just was like, oh, the knee hurts a little bit. You set my ass up. <laughs> no, oh. he died. It was worse. Yeah, yeah. We still found him. He went out to sea. Yeah, he had the he had the burial at sea he wanted. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude. Oh, you set me up. I was just like, damn, two ACLs, two waves. Waves are undefeated. Waves, <laughs> waves, waves out. We need to flag the waves more. <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady. Damn, Where are you waves. at? Go Man. high. Waves, go high. Go high. We're all right with you hitting them in the head and That's ruining right. them for the rest of their life. That's right. You know what I mean? 
ACL are fine. ACL, we could surgically repair. They can come back to it and live a normal life. But we're, we we want you to get so fucked up that you end up murdering people because that is a, a side effect of that shit. Right. <sighs> Fucking Tom Brady. Well, Talk Tom about Brady, entitled. He, he doesn't care. He's not getting hit. Every time He's, he gets hit, it's a flag. He's only mad because it was his star wide receiver. Right. Bro, okay. Speaking did of he that. Say, did he say anything about Antonio Brown? Did he come out and speak out for Antonio Brown when Vontez Perfect hit him? No, I don't remember. Because that right. wasn't his guy. Right. Tom, so Tom Brady f- should be fined, yes or no? Uh, for for yelling at the coach? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you have dudes celebrating. Like, you have dudes scoring touchdowns and celebrating. They're going to find like 10 and 10 and 25 and $50,000. Yes. So I just Googled it. Guess how many times the rules in the NFL have changed because of Tom Brady? It's four times. Tuck rule, the when he tore his ACL, um, the deflate gate shenanigans, and one other time that I can't remember right now. There's been six. Damn. I thought I was right. Jesus. Damn. One of them is about uh, the number one. The, the most recent rule was the uh, illegal motions. Uh, so you can't stack four ineligible receivers in the middle of the field anymore, whatever that means. Four okay. ineligible. It says, receivers so in the it says it says four. Re- there cannot be a fifth receiver next to them to be a blocker. Basically, if there's four eligible receivers on the field, the fifth one can't be there to be a blocker in the same you can, area. You cannot create two offensive lines on the field of play. Right. Tom, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers got this rule instituted. It was something that him and Bruce Arians got real cheeky with and created. That was the most recent rule. I remember that. We talked about it on the podcast. Right. So what are, what are the other Because, I mean, I'm just looking at the ones that we already talked about. Obviously, the, uh, the number of footballs that are brought into a locker room now officially are 24. Um, now they're checked 15 minutes before games by two game officials. Um, obviously the tuck rule going low on the quarterback and then, uh, let me see, uh, the medical spotter added, uh, to the game, uh, for clear visual evidence, um, Tom clear Brady, visual uh, evidence as far as yeah, concussion. Yeah. Because Tom Brady, uh, said that Julian Edelman had a concussion during the game and they didn't, uh, stop the clock in the, uh, Super Bowl. Mm, okay. And then he petitioned for the uh, you can't jump over a, a, a defender to block a kick. The center. The yeah. Center. Yeah. And uh, yeah, because Palomalu terrorized him for years by doing it. Yeah. yeah. Palomalu terrorized everyone. <laughs> so if we, if, if we get the Chris Godwin change, that'll be seven rules. Holy One for cow. each Super Bowl, I guess, right? That should be more impressive than the Super Bowls that he's Hon- Honestly, that is more impressive than the Super Bowls. <laughs> like, wow. God damn. Six oh, rules. Holy goodness. cow. I can't wait till he retires. So what will it be, 39 when he retires? Yeah, but I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, that was the topic, obviously. Um, well, that was a lot better than Tottenham. So we'll go ahead and move on. As always, we do head-to-head, and uh, this week was rather interesting. So Nick wasn't on the podcast, so he didn't get to formally submit his pick, and he ended up taking Cleveland minus three. 
which was an L. Fucking loser. Learn how to pick, bro. And then Eric took Los Angeles Chargers money line. Got it out the way early on Thursday before COVID ran wild. L. Fucking loser. And I took Pittsburgh plus one and a half. W. 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 Dude, I wanted that win so bad. <laughs> but the issue is I had Travis Kelsey and one of my fantasy teams in the playoffs. So as excited I was to get those fucking 20 points from that touchdown, I was devastated because I knew I was going to walk into a shit talk show because <laughs> I can't pick a fucking winner to save my life. What's your losing streak now? Dude, three, I, three, I'm basically four, like on a seven-game losing seven, streak. Eight. You're on an eight-game losing streak. It does, it, does make me feel, it does make me feel a little bit better that – Regardless of whether I would have gotten auto picked or picked New England, it would have lost anyway. But now I don't have to destroy my New England streak with a bad New England pick. I was so mad New England blew the pick. I was hoping Cleveland would lose, New England would win. I'd get to come in here and be like, "You fucking loser!" No, they put so they put on for the bear. boys. They poured one out for the boys. They said, "Hey, he's in the Caribbean. We got we got to get him one." The Patriots said, hey, we're in St. Martin with Nick this weekend. You got it, Indy. That's right. <laughs> Meanwhile, Eric picked the Chargers like a fucking dummy. Bro, <laughs> we're one ridiculous play in overtime away from winning that game. I want to hear say it. we? Yeah, we, son. I strapped up. As, as you wear an Eagles hoodie. I'm not debating whether you can say we, but I'm saying we for a team that you picked one week. And not the team that you're wearing the sweatshirt of. I ride with my guys, man. He said, to the he, said, he said we and I strapped on. And I'm, I'm very concerned by that. Yeah. We, well, he is going to a paint and simp party, so. Oh, my God. Oh, so it's Peg and Simp. He's totally Oh, Peg and Simp. Peg and Simp. Peg and Simp? Is That's her what name? we're doing now? No, it's That's... a paint and simp with his girlfriend, Peggy. Oh, yeah? Peg and Simp is the name of the episode. <laughs> I got nothing. I'm going to reflect on this when I'm balls deep, though. <laughs> All right, you guys go ahead and move into uh, biggest surprises and disappointments. Uh, Nick, you got it first. Oh, man. The Arizona Cardinals. Oh, damn. It happened maybe four weeks later than we thought, but here it comes. Here comes the collapse of the Cardinals. I, it, it's inevitable at this point. I mean, a, a, a surefire, almost a surefire number one. I, I think three weeks ago, the model had him, like, picked to go to the Super Bowl, like, without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, they were one of the best offenses, defenses, and and turnover creating teams in the league they're still pretty good it's just but, like 30 to 12 man yeah against the lions oh man yeah it's 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 just not it's not a good it's not a good look and they, they it wasn't ever really close it's kind of like they gave up after like the first quarter in that and, game it drops them from the one seed to the four seed in the playoffs. Right. And they're going to get beat. They're going to get beat by Dallas, I think. That's if that's if they can beat the Rams. Because currently, they're four and Rams are five. Yep. Same record. Yeah. And they play each other one more time, right? Right. 
Yeah. Uh, Way in Arizona, though, I think, right? Doesn't make a difference. Yeah. I live here. There's no true fan base. And yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> I think it's in Arizona. But yeah, right. I mean, right now they're they had home. But the the best thing that the Cardinals could get was was home field advantage in the playoffs. Because regardless of whether they don't have a fan base, it's it's still home field advantage is still pretty good. Right now, if they do beat the Rams, they're probably going to play Green Bay in Green Bay in December. Oh shit! And they have the Colts this week. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah they're done. Yeah. Maybe not done, but they're not they're not the powerhouse Cardinals that we remember them to be three weeks ago. <laughs> um, the Cardinals are who we thought they are. Right. And we let them off the hook. <sighs> the Saints just find a way to stay in it at the end, don't they? <laughs> Is that your biggest surprise? That's my biggest surprise. Oh my goodness! God damn each, New Orleans! Each, I I feel like every odd or even week, we put another nail in the Saints' coffin, and every 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 other week they kick it open like the Undertaker, and they're like, <laughs> "We're not dead yet." <laughs> they look awful. They look like the bubonic plague. And then, Bro. and then they come out and and shut out the Bucks. They only scored nine points, but we're not going to talk about that. Shut out the Bucks and Tom Brady. Hey, I, yeah. I, I don't. I, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I do know because I've watched him run roughshod over the Carolina Panthers for years. When Carolina just needed to win that one game, you know, <laughs> just that one game, just beat the beat the Saints, you know, for the third time this year. <laughs> Yeah, so that's those those are my that's my biggest surprise and biggest disappointment. Eric. Uh so you actually had the exact same picks as me, so I'm scrolling through here real quick. Uh I would say biggest surprise is the Ravens. I know they lost the game, but they started another running back at quarterback and they almost won a football game with it. So whatever they're doing must be working. That's another enigma, isn't it? The Baltimore Ravens. True. Who are we gonna get every week? Well, here's the thing. They're playing backups at every key position, pretty much. Cornerback, running back, tackle, linebacker. (laughs) And then you know they don't have wide receivers. (laughs) Yeah, John Harbaugh is about the only starter they have left on that roster. Yeah, it's fucking wild, bro. I don't understand. All right, Eric, disappointment. Uh, and I guess my biggest disappointment is going to have to be the Chargers. I mean. But you guys almost won. They almost won, man. But you, how do you give up a 60-yard to overtime nope. touchdown? You can't go back to they. you got to keep saying we. We gave up a 60-yard touchdown in overtime. Right. Like, you had it right there. That, you know? I, I just – I don't know. Plus, this – like you said earlier, like, there's so many teams, like the Bengals, the Ravens, the Chargers. You, you just never know which team's going to show up. The Bills – I'm I'm over this season. I, I hope COVID cancels everything. Fuck it. I mean, I, I think it'll be the most entertaining playoffs we've <laughs> we've gotten in a long time. Because uh, you're not going to know who to pick. I'm yep. definitely not – I'm definitely trying not to gamble this playoffs, but I'm sure I will. Yeah, uh, 
I don't disagree with any of the choices, and it, it really makes it hard for me to come up with because, like, those are those are great fucking choices. Those are the choices, are they not? Uh, biggest surprise: Indianapolis Colts. I mean, again, again, a week to week surprise slash disappointment. I mean, the Colts were dead in the water at the start of the season. Yeah. Seahawks, Rams, Titans, LLL. Beat They're the dead. Dolphins, lost to the Ravens. Cancel the season. One and the, four. And then they beat the Texans, the 49ers, lost to the Titans. Jets, Jaguars, Bills, barely lost to the Bucks, blew out the Texans, and now beat the Patriots. And based on Tennessee, like, I mean, what's the standings in that division now? That's what blew my mind. They're a game back. Yeah. Let me ask you this. We're talking about the Colts. If they can jump into, like, the three seed, does our man JT get the MVP? He has to win the division to win MVP. I'm saying, is there a scenario in which he can win the MVP this year? Absolutely. First running back since AP. Absolutely. So Tom Brady was the favorite, but Tom Brady just got blanked by the Saints. Oh, when the Saints, oh, when the Saints, oh, when the Saints come marching in. Fuck my butt. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that that line is in the song per se, but that's what the I don't I don't I don't speak Creole. So that's what the Buccaneers say when we sing that song in their town. They say, fuck my butt and we do it. So um, don't look yeah. now, but the Colts have have a plus have a plus minus turnover differential of plus fourteen. It leads the league. That's because Carson Wentz is not turning the football over. Yep, but the it also num- helps. It also helps when you throw the ball five times. I was going to say the number two scoring offense in the league and the number seven scoring defense. So they have. I saw this stat since October. Um. The Colts have 20 rushing touchdowns as a team, which leads the league. Jonathan Taylor has 17, which is tied with the next closest team. Jesus. (laughs) Holy cow. Oh, I forgot what the team was. Uh, I just thought that stat was fucking amazing because it was ridiculous. But so Colts' biggest surprise – uh, I'm going to use biggest disappointment to talk about who I think should win the MVP. Biggest disappointment is the Seahawks. The Seahawks had a chance to just make a fucking whirlwind of a playoff run in that division. Beat the beat the Rams after you beat the 49ers. Who did the Seahawks beat? Did they also beat the Cardinals just recently? That's a good question. Okay, no, so they they lost to the Cardinals just recently. They were setting up – that's what it was. They were setting up a Week 18 showdown with the Cardinals, winning your in scenario, and they blew it against the Rams. The Rams didn't play particularly well besides Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup should be winning the MVP right now if you ask me. Uh, What are his stats? I don't think they're that good. 14 (laughs) games – all right, Eric (laughs) – uh, 14 games, 14 touchdowns. He just broke Isaac's, Isaac Bruce franchise record for the Rams. 
He has 124 receptions. Yep. <laughs> That's insane. He's, he's going to get the triple crown. He has 124 receptions, Eric? Yeah. And how many yards? Uh, th- Let me pull that up real quick. 1,600 something. I'm oh, sure. I thought you had the receptions in front of you. So now I don't think those receptions are right. <laughs> Just... Here we go. 122, <laughs> 122 catches. I got you, Eric. Don't worry. 1,625 yards, 14 touchdowns. He has a long of 59 and 13.3 on average, which is insane. For 122 receptions, he has 13.3 yards per catch. That's, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, he should win MVP. In a year when quarterbacks are disappointing, it should be Jonathan Taylor or Cooper Cup. Right. Yo, Jermaine, what year was it that Michael Thomas went the fuck off? Should be 2019, right? So he averaged, he had 149 that year, 1,725, and he averaged 11.6 with nine tutties that year. Yeah. That's why I'm, that's why I'm talking about Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. The year that Michael Thomas broke all those records, Cooper Cup is a step above, and he has an extra game this year. Here's a crazy stat. Ten straight games, Cooper Cup, 90-plus receiving yards. It's pretty good. <laughs> you guys are so, like, <laughs> I, Well, I mean, I'm just like – like... <laughs> I'm hype over here. I, I, don't I mean, know. like, I'm, like, uh, what well, we uh, we said it already, right? At week through week ten, he had a good year, maybe even a great a year that no organization would not take in a wide receiver. Allen Robinson got franchise tag off a year like that. <laughs> right, right, and he was ten games in. <laughs> yeah, he was ten games in. Seven left. He could have. He literally could have gotten injured, missed this whole season, and then be able to like go to the gym and be like, "I deserve a raise." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, this is what I wanted to talk about, Chris Godwin, bro. How shitty is it that he was on a franchise tag? I mean, it's it's just it's the same same old same old, right? With the franchise tag. You hear me bitch about it every year. It's the same old Earl Thomas flipping off the Seahawks sideline. God, bro, it's fucking devastating. It's almost Alan, like teams want this to happen. Yeah, he was killing it. If you look up Chris Godwin's stats, he's their best receiver this year. So, Eric, hint, hint. <laughs> and... And now he tears his ACL in December. And he has to convince a team to pay him this offseason. He's going to have to get franchise tagged again by the Bucks, And he's going to have to accept it. so terrible, bro. And it sucks because Allen Robinson. How many teams wanted Allen Robinson last year? A lot. I mean, there was... Nine teams at minimum linked to him. And there wasn't a lot of money because the cap shrank. Right. So he gets franchise tag. They give him a fucking hodgepodge of Andy Dalton 
and Justin Fields with the emergency quarterback of Nick Bum Foles. And now Allen Robinson has no value, almost no value. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I would want to give a like pontificate a little bit on it, but I mean, it's it's been beaten to death on this podcast that organizations don't want to spend money. Organizations like to see when I, I wouldn't say like to see right because Chris Godwin probably gives the organization more success when he's playing than when he's injured. But when it comes to the off season, they're going to be like, ah. Sorry, Chris, we can't pay you that $20 million. You're injured. You're a liability. We can only pay you 12. And yo, and here's the, what really fucking chapped my ass. It was like executives league-wide believe that Chris Godwin will get paid no matter what. Yeah, fucking right. <laughs> There's a reason why executives wait, league-wide wait, are wait, saying wait, wait, wait. are saying this about Chris Godwin cuz they know they can get him for a fraction of the price that Chris Godwin would have demanded. He would have demanded more than Amari Cooper's getting paid. He would have demanded more than Michael Thomas is getting paid. He is would have been up there with the top receivers in football. Well, yeah, he's he's the best wide receiver on a team that has AJ Brown, Rob Gronkowski, and oh yeah, Mike Evans. Antonio and he's Brown. blowing Antonio Brown, sorry. And he's blowing them out of the water. Yeah, so he put up uh through uh uh what fourteen games, thirteen games, he put up ninety eight receptions, eleven hundred yards, averaging eleven point three with five touchdowns. Pro. Poor fucking guy. And he has to deal with recovering from an ACL, which happening in December, he's most likely not going to be ready for the start of next season. Right. So a team has to invest millions of dollars into a player they might not have for, let's say, let's say they might not have him for a fourth of the season. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm tired of talking about it. I, I know I beat this fucking horse, but I just – anytime I can shine a light on this, I will. And uh, God, it, it fucking – dude, I love Chris <laughs> Godwin, dude. I watch Chris Godwin twice a year. I know how good this kid is. Right. Fifth-year pro, hadn't signed his big deal yet. You know what I mean? Like, he hadn't – he hasn't got paid yet. Well, executives around the league are saying he will get paid. So don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. He will get paid. Thank you, guys. Thank you for that rousing insight into how a GM's might work. We will pay this guy. I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. you will pay him. Injured, yeah. in, injured in doing what, what, you know. You will pay him, just not what he would have got. Right. So his rookie contract was four years, 3.2 mil. He got franchise tagged at almost 16 mil. Yeah, and he would have demanded way higher than that. But yeah, now they're I'm probably gonna you, fran- he- but they're gonna franchise they're gonna franchise tag him again. No, they will not, because the franchise tag is an average. So the first franchise tag is an average of the top five paid receivers for that year. Right. And if you the second franchise tag is top five average plus like fifty percent. So if he got 16 for this year, right. he'd get 
fucking I don't know. I don't want to do the money best. next year. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So right. For, for a player to be franchise tagged two straight years, the team must pay 120 percent of the player's previous salary. Okay, so he'd get. Tw- yeah, he he get twenty million. He'd get yeah. a Barry Cooper money. He would have got what he would have got this this year if he signed it. Yeah, but he would have got twenty million over five years instead of sixteen point eight, and now the twenty. Oh. And now whatever he's gonna get, yeah. All right, well let's let's uh, let's move on to our picks for this week. Oh no, you you still need a disappointment. I'm sorry. Your surprise was the Colts. No, yeah, my surprise was the Colts, and my disappointment was the Seahawks. Oh, right. Okay. Well, then let's move on. Yes, yes. So that wraps it up. We'll go ahead and move on into this week's batting slate. We'll start with Nick because he's still the front runner for this, um, even though he's a fucking bum. You know what I'm going to take? You know what I'm going to take, Eric? Auto book it. I think it's Pats minus two and a half right now. Yep. Pats minus two and a half. Book it. Oh, my goodness. I hope they lose. <laughs> I just, I hope it. I hope it on your soul. That's so fucking funny. All right. Who's, have you overtaken Eric yet? Yes. It's all right. So, Jermaine, you're up. Ooh, that hurt his soul, bro. It's all right. He'll be pegging and simping later. <laughs> you can hear the exasperation in the mic. <sighs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. There is a fascinating board this week, said no one ever. I fucking hate all of these matchups. How are the Eagles 10-point favorites? That doesn't make any goddamn sense. We're going to go ahead and uh, take the easy way out. I love the Colts this week. The Cardinals offense is a sham. Cliff Kingsbury is a sham. Kyler Murray can't do nothing without his lead wide receiver, and I will happily eat these words next week if they prove me wrong. But they won't because it's Colts plus one. Carson Wentz is going to get in that fucking ass, and he guaranteed the Eagles a first-round pick already. So he's just going to keep getting more ass. <laughs> all right eric way to uh, jump in there for the dead space eric <laughs> I, I just didn't know how to follow up that i was at a loss for words there um man i don't know i'm looking at this board i don't like anything uh i guess i'm gonna go with uh chicago bears plus six and a half Whoa. Wow. Are you meaning to pick losers? No, bro. Fuck the Seahawks. He's okay. It is the Seahawks. Right. I don't know. I don't know in what world the Seahawks are beating anybody by seven points. So I'm not necessarily thinking that's a bad bet. It's just, that's just, I never want to hitch my wagon to Matt Nagy. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? So, like, that, that's purely where, like, you say Chicago, and I'm like, yo, that's they're in quarantine for me. <laughs> they have been yeah. for, for three and a half years. <laughs> so I don't necessarily think that's a bad bet, though. Yeah, maybe not. So 
I, I would try to bring you guys betting nuggets this week, but one, I, I don't know. I'm not confident in anything I have to say anymore. And two, I there there's not really any in terms of east going west, west going east. The the model for team scoring less than ten points uh, and then coming back the next week is officially broken. It's about like fifty percent. I would say that a couple of the games that I like on the schedule, I think uh, Tennessee San Francisco is going to be closer than that San Francisco minus three. AJ uh, Brown's supposed to come back as well. AJ Brown is supposed to come back. How is Atlanta getting five and a half points? Or how? I, like how is how is how is Detroit? They're at six, and it's because Jared Goff entered COVID protocols. Uh well, that's why we got you on the show, Jermaine, to to check me. Uh, I like that. I this will be the first time I do that. Do this this year, but take the Jets even money right now. They're still they're, even money, they're, correct? They're minus one now. Oh, they're minus they, one now. Still open. a bet that I like. Yeah, Jets I mean, minus one. One is the same thing as even. Right, <laughs> like, right. So. But if you, yeah. Yeah, but I, I was yeah, try to get him an even money, but I guess you can't do that anymore. Um I don't this just feels like the time of year when Kansas City gets hot. So take Kansas City minus seven and a half against a lackluster Pittsburgh team. That seems way too small. That defense <laughs> is about to smash the fuck out of Pittsburgh, dude. It's but then wild. again, this does seem this does this could be that KC game where they win by three and we go how. It's so bad. I don't see the Kansas City Chiefs on my board right now. I am scrolling up and down, and Kansas City is not on my board. That's because it's probably such a juicy line. I do. I think they. I think they're about to fucking expose the Steelers and reaffirm what we all know that Mike Tomlin is the best coach in the <laughs> National Football League. Yeah. I'm tired of saying he's one of the best. He is the best. It's it's insane what he's able to do. Right. Nobody can tell me the identity of this football team right now. Except for, except for God and Mike Tomlin, who might be the same <laughs> yeah. person at this point. That, I don't that's know. It. That, that's it. He's got me, you, and Eric lining up at offensive linemen for him. Right. And, right? and, and D-tackle, two-way players. Yeah. He's got Eric sitting down, throwing with his left arm at quarterback, <laughs> right? He's got one of the dumbest wide receivers in football, even though he went to Notre Dame. Oh, my God. I Like, it's unfucking real We're talking about Chase Claypool, Eric. He went to Notre Dame. No, I just thought all people that went to Notre Dame are stupid, but. No, it's an, it's an academic school that's hard to get into. That's why they suck most of the time. Yeah, Manti Teo's girlfriend went there. <laughs> that's big brain energy right. <laughs> we lost eric <laughs> He's done. eric did not go to notre dame <laughs> he's dying laughing right now all right so a few of the bets i love this week baltimore ravens plus three at the cincinnati Bengals that cannot seem to deliver because they're cincinnati is so boring god the um, mom loves cincinnati but i don't <laughs> I don't love Cincinnati this week. This feels like every week that we're like, yo, Cincinnati is the bet. This feels like that week where we're like, Cincinnati is the bet. I'm like, take Baltimore. It doesn't make sense. Tyler Huntley 
has done something Lamar Jackson has never done in his career. He's thrown for two touchdown passes and he's run for two touchdown passes. Yep. So I don't care who the quarterback is. Take the Baltimore Ravens. Wait till Sunday morning. Hopefully the line's bigger. Should be fucking fantastic. This Bills Patriots game, I have no clue what to tell you is going to happen. Cole Beasley's out. Emmanuel Sanders hurt. Gabriel Davis is balling out four touchdowns in his last three games. And you have Stefan Diggs quietly being a fucking stud, but at the same time being disappointing if you play fantasy. So I really don't know what to make of that team. They can't run the football. Devin Singletary is getting 98% of the snaps now, which that's a ringing endorsement of their fucking backfield. I don't know what to tell you. I think New England probably handles that game, but if Buffalo moves to plus three or bigger, I'm over Buffalo. I'm all over Buffalo. Yeah, I'd, so, I'd, t- I'd say give it. I'd say give the advantage. Give the money if you're gonna play a money line parlay. Include New England in on that parlay. But I, I would, and if you're gonna take the spread, take it New England minus two and a half. But like Jermaine said, the second that it goes to three or over. Hammer Buffalo. Hammer Buffalo. Here's one thing that's fucking... This should have been probably in my surprises or disappointments. The Jacksonville Jaguars are the only team to find a way to fire their coach and not win the next game. That's crazy. Trevor Lawrence still has one touchdown pass over his last seven games. But that doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Hammer the Jaguars at plus one. They are oh, going no. against. The, they're going against the New York Jets, who just put fifteen players on COVID, including their head coach, and cannot stop the run. Fire up James Robinson props. Hammer a hundred yards and a touchdown. My boy is gonna smash it home for you. Jacksonville Jaguars pick up the win this week. I, I'm 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 willing to mortal lock that shit, bro. Uh-oh. Then, Rams are favorites on the road, which means you bet the Vikings. <laughs> and nobody wants to bet the fucking Vikings with Kirk Cousins throwing for 87 yards. But Adam Thielen almost played this week. God knows what Super Saiyan serum he has pumping through his blood to <laughs> almost come back. But if he almost played last week, He's probably going to play this week. Literally Viking DNA. Uh, and let's just say Kirk Cousins does not underthrow the ball like Russell Wilson right now. That's a fascinating bet to me. Philadelphia Eagles should never be favored by 10. Fuck that team. Giants plus 10 is probably the play. Staying away from that game. Buccaneers with me, Nick, and Eric at wide receiver are 10-point favorites. Just a nugget for you to take. And right now, the Denver Broncos and the Las Vegas Raiders are even spread. Take Denver. You take the Denver Broncos. The Las Vegas Raiders barely beat the Cleveland Browns with fucking Nick Mullins at quarterback. <laughs> I don't understand. I, I I hope that this week returns to a little bit of normalcy in the NFL. Because I'm, t- I'm tired of just like being like, what happened? Because normally it's a coin flip league, but it's not like literally all the coin flips are coming up the opposite of what the, you thought they were going to be. 
Yeah, it's just me yelling now. Like it's literally all football's turned into. Yeah. And then you have the Monday night football game, seven and seven Saints take on the seven and seven Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins travel to New Orleans. New Orleans just came off a shocking win, but we still have Taysom Hill and me, Nick, and Eric's imposters at wide receiver. We don't even have us at wide receiver. That's how bad it is in New Orleans. I say we take the Dolphins here. Tua seems to be playing well. The Dolphins are on a wild win streak. Maybe that's why you take the Saints, because the Dolphins are on a win streak. (laughs) I'm going to take this game as one that I'll watch and enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) So the Dolphins are on a six-game win streak. Man, maybe that's enough to bet the Saints. God, if the Saints were dogs, I'm taking this. Here's what's crazy. The over-under is 38 and a half. Yeah. That seems way too low. It does. After, I mean, but, the Saints did But then remember what the we Buccaneers. just, but remember what we say. For lines, it seemed too low. Bet the under. So here's what I'm saying. I like the Dolphins at plus three, but the podcast motto kicks in at that point. You fade us and you win money betting Saints minus three. Right. You're welcome. All right, I think that's all I have. Eric, any bets? No, I haven't picked a winner in like six weeks. <laughs> Go them all. <laughs> all right, well, give us all your bets. For right now? Yeah, and then we'll pick the opposite. No, I think, we, <laughs> I think we covered. I think we covered a good number of them. Yeah, the only thing that we have to acknowledge is, did you guys see the state of Week 15 fantasy? Uh, what? Oh, like the thing that you texted earlier about, like the low point totals for everybody. <laughs> Bro, it's like Najee Harris had like four points. Kamara had four points. Kurt Cousins threw for eighty-seven yards. Who people have been playing that quarterback all year long? Tom Brady threw for no touchdowns. Had a fumble and an interception. <laughs> like, I mean, Tyler Huntley was the quarterback one on the week. Who started Tyler Huntley? Nobody. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Nick <laughs> Nick started Tyler Huntley because he had Lamar Jackson yeah, and could. had to start Tyler. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, anybody who's anybody that people counted on. And so here's the only reason why I'm mentioning it. It was the first week of playoffs, despite what Nick wants to believe that, <laughs> that the week before was the first week of playoffs. I don't know what would happen to my brain. <laughs> I don't know. I don't can't explain it. <laughs> so, I see. I, see I, f- I feel like a dude that saw a UFO and nobody will believe him. You woke up feeling good, 150 oh, points. Great. You were like, I was like, woo choo choo. Next round of the playoffs, baby. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It was the next round of the playoffs. Oh, bro. I'm just Tom Brady dudded. I mean, like. Like, Lamar Jackson didn't play. Kyler Murray dudded. Oh, man, who else? I mean, if I think the Detroit Lions wide receivers were both top 10 plays this week. Like, Reynolds was 6 for 80 in a touchdown. Yeah. Amon Ra was, like, 10 for 80 in a touchdown. Yeah. Who's who? Oh, here's the best one. Duke Johnson. The third or senior? 
or Junior? Duke Johnson Junior? DJJ? Yeah, DJJ took the Browns to the Super Bowl. DJJ, he, I think he might have been running back one on the week. Wow. He had two touchdowns in like 80 yards against the Jets. Yo, fuck the NFL last week. <laughs> Bro, everyone was out on COVID. And if you made the playoffs and didn't have the bye. Yeah, it was I, a rough week. I mean, there's a good chance your team fucking shit on you. But yeah, better hope you have the two-week playoffs. <laughs> Shout out the worst leagues in the world. Shout out worst leagues in the world, yeah. <laughs> All right, so that was the last thing I wanted to touch on. You guys got anything else? Nothing for me. All right, so as we touched on at the beginning of the episode, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to everyone who's listening. Uh, we're glad to welcome Nick back from his vacation. Hopefully his back isn't killing him too much based on that fall. You fucking bum. You thought I wouldn't bring it up. <laughs> Oh, all right. With that being said, as always, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Room 303. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room.